everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Allie Knows Best. Allie Nagel here. I know it's been a minute. Um, The month of March frankly kicked my ass, so we're feeling a lot more optimistic about April. I'm here in my studio, Wildflower Media, recording for the first time with my podcasting equipment. So this is super exciting. Um, Shout out to Hand Up Studios for getting me what I needed. Um, Yeah, so let's get into it. I actually, I got dressed. I put lip gloss on for you guys. Not a bra because, you know, we're at home. We don't need to do that. I even washed my hair for this occasion. Well, actually, it was way past wash day. It was wash day like yesterday. So (laughs) maybe even the day before. I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on in my personal life. So by the time you all hear this and I release it, I will already be on the road for Allie on the Road. It's a series I'm doing. I'm driving out to Nashville to meet one of my dear friends who has already been on the podcast, and that's Yana. I'll link her episode below um, in the comment section. Yeah, so I planted this seed that I would do this road trip. I don't know. I think like back in January, I feel like it was the first week of January I woke up and I was like, yo, we are still in this pandy wandy. Like, it sucks. But I have literally not left my vicinity of SoCal um, since 2019. I mean, the last airplane I went on was when I was coming back from the UK, from England, actually. And I was super depressed um, about traveling. So anyway, yeah. Um, Actually, I take that back because I did drive up to Davis with my sister last summer to help her get some things out of her apartment when they decided, you know, everything for school was going to be online, but they didn't discount tuition. Um, anyway, that's a whole, whole nother thing. I'm not going to roast the entire UC system right now. So yeah, I'm feeling anxious about this trip. Super excited, but also just like, I know I'm going to get some pushback about traveling at this time. I've been, I mean, in quarantine, like hopefully most of the world, I don't know what the heck's going on in a lot of the states that I'm about to travel to that I'm, I'm hearing that like people aren't wearing masks and things are open and like, eh, it's a little, little nerve wracking, but you know what? We're just gonna, we're just gonna vibe it out. I have loads of hand sanny that I'm going to bring. Like (laughs) anyone who's been hanging out with me lately knows like I have these ones that my dad gave me and they look like little like vape refills, which your girl has never smoked a non-marijuana vape. But yeah, apparently that's what they look like. So which brings me to my next point of the fact that I'm traveling to states where ganja, my um, Lord and Savior, is not legal. So I'm kind of nervous about going, you know, basically a month without smoking. And it's not that I need it to survive. It's just really helps me relieve stress. And I've been under high levels of stress lately. So yeah, I'm going to bring some CBD. I think that's okay. 
I don't know. I'm going to have to ask y'all. But yeah, so let's talk about this road trip. Let's talk about March. Um, Yeah, so I started dating a hinge bay and it was super cute and romantic in the beginning. Um, I won't get too, too into it because, well, whatever. If he listens to this, I'm not going to, you know, not going to say anything bad other than the fact that he ghosted me after he had said he was going to meet me in Nashville and join me on my return trip for my road trip. And yeah, granted, we'd only been dating for a few weeks, so this should have been a red flag. But if you know me, you know I love a red flag. I just cannot pick the right men or partners. Maybe we need to explore some other genders like my therapist has been telling me, but like, you know, we'll we'll get there when we get there. But it kind of worked out how it's how it was supposed to because now I'm getting the opportunity to travel with some dear friends and meet up with people. Um, not a ton of people, obviously, because hashtag COVID. But um, yeah, I think I was just romanticizing the idea of like being on the road with a bay. I've never had that opportunity. Like it sounded so like fun and delicious and sexy, right? But Instead, we need another eat, pray, love moment. Like I haven't done that since I did my um, Ali abroad trip to Europe in 2019. So I think it's time to do some more soul searching. Um, Yeah. And also, I have kind of made it a point that I'm going to start like really working on my book. Um, You all have been so supportive in the DMs. it has really gone down in the DMs lately on Instagram, just like saying, hey, it's time to do it. It's time to make this move um, physically and mentally. And by that, I mean, I'm seriously considering moving to either Nashville or Austin, Texas. Um, I've only been to Nashville once and it was like definitely a whirlwind trip. I think we were there for like a day or two and this was, gosh, like seven years ago. So I was there with some friends. Um, Jess, (laughs) if you're listening, I don't think you were 21 at the time. So that was like, you know, not as fun. But I'm looking forward to spending time in Franklin, which is um, where Yana lives. It's a suburb and it's more like vintage shops and, you know, coffee and craft cocktails and things that I love. So yeah, stoked for that. Like getting some culture. Maybe there will be some museums open. Like remember museums? Ugh, such essential self-care for me to just go and wander around and like read placards and look at weird art. I miss that so damn much. But um, yeah, so I have been kind of depressed this last period this last period it literally ended yesterday hit me like a fucking ton of bricks y'all like I don't know when these hormones are gonna even out or if they ever will but like why are we not talking about this enough like or more um I went off hormonal birth control about six months ago I think whenever August was I don't know months time is irrelevant time is just a social construct but anyway um and yeah it was like 
gnarly going off because I felt like my body was going through withdrawals and like, oh, so, so brutal. And now that we're doing this like free flowing, LOL, pun intended, moment, um, not on birth control, which is a risky game if you're a single lady like on the prowl um, dating these fuck boys such as moi. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> hold on. I haven't dated a ton of people during the pandemic. Let's just, let's just stop there. I've dated like two or three people this entire year. So I don't know if I get a, st- a gold star for that or whatever. Um, but yeah, it is rough. And I, I want to have an expert on here that can tell us a little bit more about like, how do we balance these hormones? How do we like function as normal humans and society and not just be like, because that's, <laughs> that was me for the last week and a half. And so the way I coped was obviously um, romanticized this fuck boy who obviously was not as into me as I was into the idea of us um, living this fantasy lifestyle together. He also did not do like legal things for work. They were illicit, I'll just say. Um, So, you know, all I'm trying to manifest is like a bay with a 401k. I don't know when I'm going to find one. Hopefully in the next couple of years because your girl's about to be 30 here. Maybe I'm my own bae. I did have a meeting with a financial advisor and I'm about to open a Roth IRA. Like, (laughs) who is she? So, you know, adulting real hard here. I got my taxes taken care of. There were a few things that I told myself, like, before this road trip, you have to get this shit done, Allie. So here I am. I have literally, like, done a 180, might I say a 360 in the last year, just, like, getting my life together, starting this new business, like being on top of shit. And it feels super empowering. But I will say like, it's, it's getting lonely, um, and would love a bay. So I'm going to try to find a cowboy, actually scratch that a cowboy with the 401k. That's my new, that's like my new catchphrase. So hopefully that happens on the road trip. It's a wee bit ambitious, but we'll, we'll see. So yeah, I've been coping um, with this depression by drinking a lot of margaritas and tequila and thrifting. If you've been watching my Instagram stories and I kind of caught myself last week. Um, Of course, this was when hormones were um, literally a, a little green monster. That's what I had morphed into. Or maybe it was like the Hulk. I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, I was I drank a lot of margaritas and most of a bottle of tequila last weekend. Um, Shout out, Justine, if you're listening, (laughs) I will not roast you on here. But yeah, um, I realized I guess Sunday was Easter and I was like, let's, you know, let's get back on your health shit because that's when you feel good self. These are just, you know, the conversations that happen in my head all the time. And so yeah, I <laughs> I decided no more alcohol, at least until this bachelorette trip. And then I think for the month of traveling, I want to be mostly sober, clear-headed, and just in the moment. I'm going to do a lot of like metaphysical shit, like 
pulling my cards, got all the crystals. I don't know how many crystals I'm going to bring. I probably need to limit myself because I have a ton of shit I have to pack in my car. Um, so yeah, um, I say I also bought a pair of Gucci slides, which was like, or, well, they're like platform sandals. They're hella cute. But that for me was just a huge moment of like, hey, you know, last year I was unemployed and this year I am a rich man in the immortal words of Cher. And I paid them off and like it just felt really fucking good to buy myself something nice. And I'm realizing that's like an ancestral wound that I need to heal um, coming from this scarcity mindset that like I can't... um, buy myself nice things, even if I have the funds, which I do. And I'm very grateful for in this moment. Um, yeah. So been shopping Gucci and Goodwill. Uh, we're laying off the tequila this week and I've also been watching, I've gone back to some faves when I was in super sad girl last week, I got super high and watched Moulin Rouge. Whoa. Whoa. I don't know if I recommend that. I could only get about halfway through when you know Satine's going to die. And it's that big number of the show must go on. And I don't know. I just saw myself in Satine and I was like, oh, my God, no. But I don't have Ewan McGregor to be there and start singing Beatles covers to me and make sure that, like, I'm fine when I'm dying of, I think it was TB. I don't know what the you know, the early 1900s Parisian diseases were different pandemic. (laughs) Sorry, too soon, guys. Um, Yeah. And then I got an HBO Max account so I can watch my holy grail show, Sex in the City. I have like three shows that I keep in my back pocket. And I know it makes me a basic bitch, but I don't really care. Sex in the City, Gilmore Girls, and what else? I, I think those are really the only two. New Girls sometimes, but Schmidt gets on my nerves, and Nick, because I've dated so many of both of them. Wish I could date like a coach or a Winston, but you know, we'll get there. So yeah, Sex in the City, just because I feel like I'm actually starting to identify with the characters more as I get older. We are not in the 35 year old range yet, honey, but like we're getting there and just the way, well, let's Carrie dates toxic men and just her situation with big, I'm not going to compare it directly to my last bay, um, because we didn't date long enough or have that much intense chemistry, but I definitely understood why she did what she did. And I recently watched the episode where she goes to therapy and she like starts dating. I think it's Bon Jovi, which is weird. Cause is he an actor? He's playing someone else. And then, um, it turns out he's like, yeah, I basically sleep with women and lose interest. And I was like, ding, ding, I have been there, but I've been the woman who gets ghosted. (laughs) Awkward. Um, Yeah. And pulling a lot of inspo from Miranda, I think she could also go to therapy and maybe learn to hate men less, Um, but that's okay. Also, I feel like 
you know, Samantha is my spirit animal. I know that term is problematic now, but I just, I see myself maybe now just being the hot aunt. I mean, a lot of my friends, actually, basically all of my dear friends are in serious committed relationships. Um, So yeah, I think I need to just focus on hot girl summer, building my business and maybe a bay will come into the picture, but Samantha vibes for sure for the rest of 2021. So I also tried to watch Euphoria and honestly, I was in like not the best headspace and I feel like that show is not something to start when you're not in the best headspace. Beautiful um, imagery, cinematography, like some really cool things happen when um, the main girl, I forgot her name, is having like bad trips, but I'm going to say it and probably no one's going to like it, but it was literally a ripoff of Skins UK. Like, I don't know. Shout out to anyone who was like trying to be a sad F.E.E. girl back. I don't know if she'd be called it E-girl, but anyway, that was the vibe it was giving me, except more modern. I love that the friend is trans. I think that's super timely. Um and potent and palpable, but like, damn, that shit is heavy. I just, I don't know if I'll be revisiting. We'll see. It also made me not want to be a teenager right now. Like, geez, I mean, they're at these parties doing, I don't even know how they're getting access to all these drugs. Cause like we could hardly get a handle of Smirnoff as a senior in high school to go party. <laughs> I mean, weed was plentiful in California but like anything else or maybe I just didn't know that people were doing like hardcore prescription drugs or like designer drugs until I went to Chico State which (laughs) oh man the weirdest thing happened yesterday I was wearing a Chico State sweatshirt and walking on the beach down by my house which is this huge wide open beach I love going there because no one fucks with me I'm not gonna get catcalled while I'm having like my weird meditation and talking to earth mother but this elderly gentleman stops me which like men always are out here thinking they can have access to you and your time and energy in any space I know he had good intentions, but I was just like, bro, I'm meditating. And he was like, wow, Chico State. I went to Sac State. Like, I have so many great memories, like such a special place, blah, blah, blah. And I was and then he was asking me about where I went to school and me transferring to Woodbury in L.A. And I was just like, dude, now is not the time. I came here to have a phone free meditation walk. Anyway, I guess he was nice. But like, why do we always owe niceness to strangers? Sometimes I just need to be in my bubble and put on the do not disturb sign. Am I right? (laughs) Okay, so also I've been listening to a lot of bizarro music lately. Last month when it was, oh, okay, wait, this is good. When it was uh, what, what is that holiday? Oh, St. Patrick's Day was right around the time I got my ancestry DNA results back. And they were, I mean, I'm a little different shade of white than I thought I was, which is, I know, riveting. 
I really hoped something a little more spicy would show up in there, but like, no. So basically, I'm almost 60% coastal Northwest Germany, which I don't really even know like where, what, where, what? I guess it breaks down the cities. I'm looking at it now. Oh, okay. We see Switzerland. I'm seeing a photo that looks exactly like the hills are alive with the sound of music. I performed that in my senior in high school showcase. Shout out Sarah Jane, who is joining me on the road in Austin. So back to my ancestry here, because I know you guys are dying to know. So (laughs) I'm 32% English and Northwestern Europe. And then that breaks down. And I just saw the 2% Scottish, which I know is different than Irish, but like I leaned hard into that for St. Patty's Day. And I listened to basically just Celtic music for like (laughs) a week straight. And honestly, you can turn up so hard to Celtic music and also like fairy vibes, like woodland nymph. I just love that shit. If you know me well, like that is my true calling. Anyway, that's why I think the redhead is working for me because that 2% (laughs) Scottish is really just coming out to play. Um, yeah, and then rounding out, we have 10% Swedish, probably why I'm so pale. And then 3% Eastern European and Russian, mm. which uh, we thought the Russian might be a little stronger. We thought the Russian might be stronger, but it's not strong. So, yeah, here we are. The other thing that didn't show up, which I'm kind of like, mm, is the Native American, which is kind of the ongoing joke because my mom and grandma are both super Native American looking. Like my mom has pretty tan skin, high cheekbones, dark hair. So does my grandma. My grandma's like 116th or something as basically we all us Americans are because we came and we were colonizers and basically fucked over the Native Americans. That's a story for another time. But yeah, I'm actually looking forward to going to some of the places where my family is from um, and just, you know, healing those ancestral wounds. I know it can't be done in one road trip, but driving through Oklahoma is going to be powerful. I haven't been there in quite some time. And Um, my grandma, Sarah, everyone is named Sarah in my life, (laughs) had, um, quite a, quite a difficult time there when she was in her early twenties. So I'm just, you know, maybe I can go and heal that by having a great time. We'll see. I don't know what, um, COVID girl spring is going to look like there. So, um, as far as what I've been listening to back to that, A lot of the chicks, not to be confused with the Dixie chicks, but Wide Open Spaces is my fucking jam, and I will be playing that nonstop in the car. So sorry to whoever is in the car with me on this trip, which you know who you are. (laughs) We'll be playing that. We'll probably mix it in with 
some more uh, ladies of country I love, such as Taylor Swift, Casey Musgraves. If I could meet Casey, I think she lives in Nashville. Like, if anyone knows her personally, please give her my contact info. Um, would love to smoke a joint with Casey. Anyway, so yeah, you have a lot to look forward to here, you guys, or I do. We both do. We all do. For this Alley on the Road series, um, I'll give you some. I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to be recording from. I think my next episode will probably be happening from this cute AF um, Airbnb I booked for just myself in Albuquerque. It's like this tiny house. I think it's a back house. It's just giving me such good like weird southwest vibes which I think I'll really love I'm gonna lean into that look so think Thelma and Louise think the mean lady from holes like those are the vibes I'm channeling we have a lot of vintage Levi's for the looks um old band tees I have to get a pair of cowgirl boots and My sister, who actually rides horses, said I can't buy a brand new pair of boots because they'll just, you know, totally fuck up my feet and shins and all the parts down there. Um, So, yeah, hopefully I can find a great pair of vintage ones and then maybe I'll actually learn how to properly ride a horse. Like maybe I could be a cowgirl. I don't know. We'll see. And then I'll probably record if we have time. Mm, I'll probably record in Franklin because I'll, I'll get to chill there for a while. And then I will be in Dallas, Austin, possibly El Paso, Phoenix, and then home. So a lot of, again, Southwest vibes going to places I've never been. So that's really exciting. I have nothing but high hopes for Austin. I have quite a few friends who live there. And there's just so many things to do. Culture. That's how I have to say it every time. Just culture. It reminds me of like being in Europe and just going to every single museum. So yeah, looking forward to it. That's about it for now. And thank you for joining me again on Allie Knows Best. See you next time. <laughs>